With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At a 10% unemployment rate. And I made a promise when I was running that I was going to ask myself about each decision that I made as a commissioner. Is it going to be good for jobs and local businesses or is it going to hurt them? You know, each one of those decisions. And today, Lane County enjoys a low unemployment rate of 4.3%. In fact, the number just came out today for this last month. And I remain focused on creating those family wage jobs here in Lane County. From opening up the state hospital in Junction City to getting RAIN, which is the Regional Accelerator and Innovation Network in Florence, assisting those entrepreneurs convert ideas into real businesses that might have a payroll. Lane County's been working hard to create a vibrant economy. So I wanted to reach out tonight and talk to my constituents about this subject and get some of their thoughts on future of economic development in Lane County. That's really important and one of the reasons why Bill's encouraging you to press zero if you have a question or a comment. Absolutely. So Jay, how is Lane County involved in actually creating jobs and off the top of your head maybe list a few of the efforts? So um, Lane County uses video lottery money that we receive from the state as one of our main tools for economic development. We also utilize transient room tax, which is a tax on overnight stays, like at hotels and campsites, uh, even uh, Airbnb. And those are our main funding sources for economic development and it allows us to provide some direct grants to help existing companies that are located in Lane County to grow or just to keep them here, as well as to recruit new companies to locate here in Lane County. Recent examples include drawing the Winnebago uh, folks to reopen the shuttered Country Coach RV facility in Junction City, and that brought 200 jobs. Um, and, and then we also assisted Foglio Trucking down in Florence, which is an existing uh, company, small company down there, with some new environmental equipment that allowed them to keep operating here in Lane County and maintain 35 family wage jobs on the coast. So we also provide business assistance through our staff at Lane County in our economic development department, including a person that's specifically designated for rural economic development. Another tool that Lane County uses is enterprise zones that provide tax incentives for new business investment here in Lane County like the new Grain Millers Granola Bar plant that's going in in Junction City, and the future of the, of the Corn and Glass facility in West Eugene will also depend on enterprise zones. In addition, we help provide infrastructure necessary to keep Lane County companies competitive, like our middle mile fiber optic connections that we're, we're funding through some video lottery funds that help increase high-speed data access uh, in various communities around Lane County and really helps those companies remain competitive in the marketplace. Thanks, Jay. I want to do a reset here for the people that are just joining in on tonight's Telephone Town Hall. We're having a discussion about economic uh, development and Lane County government. Uh, Jay Bozovich, of course, from West Lane County is a part of this town hall, and we're going to give you a chance to get your feedback in. We're going to be taking some questions from you, so if you have a question that you would like to ask Jay directly, uh, make sure that you press zero on the keypad of your phone. We're also going to be doing some polling questions and surveys and actually we could do one of those right now so let's kind of get everybody involved in that. This is going to be a simple yes or no question and again you're going to use the keypad on your phone. The question is were you aware before this town hall on the phone that Lane County government was involved in economic development and job creation? All you have to do is press one for yes two for no. So again, the question is, were you aware before the telephone town hall that Lane County government was involved in economic development and job creation? So again, press one for yes, two for no. 
and we'll give the results here coming up in just a couple of minutes. I want to remind everyone again that you can press zero at any time if you have a question for Jay, and we'll get to some of those questions in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, as the uh, folks are chiming in on the poll here, I have one, Jay, and that is, what do you think the biggest barriers to economic development are here in Lane County, and what are, or even are there, solutions to those particular obstacles? So, you know, one of the largest barriers is one that exists across the country, really, in, in a lot of areas, and that is the limited skilled workforce. And part of that's due to a lack of housing that is affordable to that workforce. So affordable workforce housing is really key to the continued prosperity here in Lane County. If we can grow our housing supply and stabilize the cost, then we can provide the workforce here to grow our existing companies, support new ones, and attract outside investment. And really to expand that housing, we can support efforts by the 12 different incorporated cities in Lane County to review their supply of residential lands that are zoned to supply that housing and assist in the process of out adding that to our inventory. We can also take advantage of recent legislation that allows for the construction of accessory dwelling units on properties zoned for single-family residential inside of urban growth boundaries. These accessory dwelling units can be anything from a mother-in-law attached apartment to a standalone dwelling that is smaller than the principal dwelling. These accessory dwellings that previously were not allowed could add significantly to the available housing stock in Lane County. In addition, I'm looking to lobby for additional legislation to allow these accessory dwelling units on rural residential property outside of urban growth boundaries. Approximately 100,000 people already live in rural Lane County and outside of city limits, and accessory dwelling units that are used as rentals could really add critical workforce housing in rural areas, as well as um, supplying, you know, some alternative housing for seniors even that are that are trying to age in place, and and for that caregiver or or for the kids that can't quite afford a new house, so it's really a critical piece of the housing supply, and really could fulfill that need of workforce housing that serves our tourism and service industry, particularly out in these rural areas where that's become the dominant industry, particularly out on the coast. All right, thanks, Jay. So we're going to close the first poll. Uh, the question was, did you know that Lane County was involved in economic development and job creation before this call? So it was a simple yes or no question. And the results actually kind of surprising. 51% said yes, they knew that, 49% saying no, they didn't know that Lane County was involved in economic development. Um, is that kind of surprising to you at all, Jay? It is surprising because I, I talk quite a bit um, when I'm in public about what we're doing to, to help create jobs here in Lane County. Maybe it's just not as well known some of the tools we have to get um, to the you know, to promoting those jobs, our use of video lottery funds, our ability to use transient room taxes. It's really um, one of those things that you want to, to, to try, you know, that you try to get to people to understand. All right. So speaking of questions, um, let's try going to one of those questions right now. Um, and that would be a question from, let's go with uh, Joanne. Joanne has been on the line for a little while, and she is in Mapleton. Joanne, thank you for participating tonight. Hope uh, you've got a question for Jay, and go ahead and ask. Yes, you started to answer my question when you were talking about um, housing on rural property. Um, I own 48 acres, and I am disabled. My husband passed away, and they won't even let me put a house, you know, like a mobile home or something up here so my daughter can come and take, help take care of me. Um, what are you planning to do about that kind of thing? So the, the I own my property outright. 
I don't owe any mortgage, no nothing. I own it. Yeah. Okay, Joanne. Um, Jay, what say you? So, Joanne, one of the things I'm, I'm looking at is that legislation that will allow for that extra dwelling unit on your property, that, 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 that mobile home or RV uh, that you want to have your daughter there to be your caretaker could actually become legal and permanent. There is the ability to get that there on a temporary basis under, um, you know, if you, if, yeah. If, if and then there are so many loops and hoops you have to jump through. Um, one of the major ones was I had to whiten my road ah. so that it would fit within the um, Lane County criteria for emergency vehicles. But yet, where we live, we're not in the fire district or the ambulance district. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll tell you what, Joanne, if you wanted to um, email me offline. Uh, I can't. Where I live, you don't, I get a, uh, one bar on a cell phone, and you don't have internet, period. Well, when you have some cell phone coverage, I advertise my phone number uh, as part of the, the message on here, and I'll give it to you again. 541-953-6555 is my cell number. Give me a call and we'll talk about the, getting that hardship dwelling on your property. But thank you for calling. Can you give me that number again, please? Sure. 541-953-6555. And we will give that number out later on. So, uh, Joanne, uh, just thanks for joining us on the town hall meeting tonight. Hopefully that answered your question tonight. So... Um, Again, if you have a question for Jay, Joe, just go ahead and press zero, and we'll get you in the queue for that. Um, speaking of another poll question, uh, this question is another, just two choices. Would you prefer that Lane County allowed accessory dwelling units on rural residential properties to add to the housing supply. Now, this goes back to Joanne's question in some regards into what Jay was talking about a little bit earlier. So press one for yes, which would mean I support adding to our housing supply with accessory dwelling units. Or if you don't, press two for no, I do not want to allow accessory dwelling units as part of a rural housing supply. So again, that question, would you prefer that Lane County allowed accessory dwelling units on rural residential properties outside of the urban growth boundaries to add to the housing supply? Press one for yes and two for no. And while folks are looking to answer that question, let's uh, take another participant. Um, let's go with, uh, you want to go with, let's go with Sandra. So, Sandra, I want to thank you for uh, joining us on the uh, town hall meeting tonight. And what's your question for Jay? Are you there, Sandra? Keep up, the, keep, a, keep up the good work. Oh. Keep up the good work. And I vote number one. Can I do it twice <laughs> on the expansion of the... <laughs> Accessory dwelling units? Uh, I, yeah, I think you only get one vote for phone line, so uh, I don't think I don't think keep pressing one is not going to add to the vote. But so far, uh, I'm seeing the results are, are leaning heavily towards yes, people want to have accessory dwelling units. So, um, Sandra, is there is there something in particular that a question or or something you have for me tonight? No, you're doing. Uh, I'm fully, fully, fully behind you. And uh, I was saying, you know, I've, I've been on the com planning commission in Junction City now for 19 years, and uh, we are starting to really bloom. We've got building going. I mean, we're doing, I think we've done two more. Our meeting was last Wednesday, and I think we've done two more. Split uh, on River Road, it's one lot. Is, I mean, it's a huge lot, and we're going to be building, I believe it's four, it might be six houses on that. I mean, we're working, 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 trying to get houses built. Well, that's really great, and I'm, 
And I really want to thank you for your service on a planning commission. That's one of the hardest jobs for citizens to do because uh, there's a lot of background information to planning decisions. And I really appreciate your volunteer service there because those positions are unpaid and require a lot of time. So thank you for your service. And it is that Junction City is really going, growing and Lane County has gotten to participate that in that quite a bit as we help Junction City get through the process of expanding their urban growth boundary down there to the south to include the state hospital site. And we also help them get through their next phase of their urban growth boundary for residential and commercial. And uh, Well, the hospital, we've had to fight that hospital because, and um, you know, that area there because they don't want that to the south. And we've been fighting that, as I said, it's 19 and I was thinking, I think I've been on it 22 years now. Yeah. Uh, on the planning, do you know our planning commissioner? Uh, Jordan with the, uh, your, yes. yeah, Jordan at, 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 at the city. Yeah, I know Jordan pretty well. He's a, he's a very good right. staffer for the city of is, Junction City. He is brilliant. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, thank you, Sandra. We appreciate you uh, joining on the town hall tonight. All right. So um, at this point, let's close the second poll. And the results are pretty overwhelmingly. 87% say, yes, I support adding to our housing supply with accessory dwelling units. 13% uh, saying, no, they don't want that. So you want to comment on that a little bit, Jay? Well, I think that that's what I'm hearing out when I go out and, and travel around the district. As I attend you know, a Rotary Club meeting here, a Lions Club meeting there, um, come to events uh, in various areas that I'm hearing people that want to have that ability like um, Joanne earlier to add that unit so that you know they can have that caregiver come and live on their property and be able to age in place on these properties that they own outright so it's really um, really a nice uh, way so it's great that we have such strong support for those accessory dwelling units all right. So again, the, uh, the results of that poll, 87% saying yes, uh, they want to add to the housing supply with accessory dwelling units, and 13% saying at this point, no. So that will lead us to another poll question. And this one's a little more involved. Um, if Lane County is successful in adding to our housing supply, what industries would you like to see added or if you will, expand it. So this one actually has five different uh, potential answers here. So you can press one for technology and software. And by the way, unfortunately, you can only vote for one of these. So again, one is for technology and software, two for healthcare services, three for timber and wood products, four for manufacturing other than wood products, and five for food and beverage productions. So again, this goes back to the question of housing supply. Um, if we add to the housing supply, what kind of industries would you like to see added or expanded here in Lane County? Again, on your keypad, you can press one for technology and software, two for healthcare services, three for timber and wood products, four for manufacturing other than wood products, and five for food and beverage production. So while folks are kind of wrapping their head around that and answering that question, um, let's go to a, another person that is hanging out on the line here that would like to ask Jay a question. And um, let's go with Bob. Bob, you are in Florence tonight, and we want to thank you for uh, joining us on this town hall with Commissioner Jay Bozovich. Uh, Bob, what would you like to ask? Uh, specifically, Jay, what is the county doing to help small towns like Florence in their efforts for economic development? It just seems that we're on the far end of the thread and we're pushed as a tourist town, but we need better paying, better working jobs so that the economy of Florence can balance out. We just don't seem to see the county around that often. Well, you may not recognize when you're seeing the county sometimes. So one of the things that we did recently, if you remember, uh, rain was down there in Florence and they held a lot of meetings and got some entrepreneurs 
interested in participating in their uh, coaching of these uh, to convert their ideas into a business idea and, and developing business plans. If you remember that effort, the whole reason Rain was in Florence was because we gave them $50,000 of video lottery money to go to Florence and help develop that. And we've actually also brought Rain into some other communities in the rural areas. They're working out in Lowell and Pleasant Hill area right now. And uh, that's been something that, you know, it didn't say right up front, you know, that was a Lane County effort, but that, but that was funded through Lane County. We also do other things, like uh, I mentioned earlier that we have the ability to utilize transient room tax sometimes to help a community out, and we're, we're significantly participating in the Revision Florence project that's going to completely change the look of Highway 101 and 126 as they wrap around the Old Town area there with all the changes to uh, uh, new sidewalks and amenities and public art and uh, streetscape changes and we actually put 1.2 million dollars worth of transient room tax into that seven million dollar project uh, from Lane County. We also um, have the ability to just kind of get involved uh, in small grants to, to companies. I mentioned the Folio Trucking. Um, we helped them buy some new wash rack equipment that was required by the Department of Environmental Quality uh, for their trucks uh, and that allowed them to keep operating in their location down there just south of Florence. And those are really good paying jobs, you know, driving those log trucks and the other trucks that they do out of there. So um, those are the kind of things that, that help out. And some of those entrepreneurs, um, recently I went to the opening of um, a company uh, called Top Cylinder, and they had just moved out of somebody's garage um, in the Florence area where they had six employees crammed into this guy's garage making these little cylinders that actually are the hydraulic cylinders for high-end automobile convertibles. And, and it's a replacement part that's better than the original part. And the company's got growing so fast, they actually opened in a brand new building in the new business park out there off of um, 35th and uh, um, just north of the, uh, the airport there. So. Yeah, watching those kind of startup people move in and the jobs he's hiring are machinists and, and electricians and stuff and they that's a well paying job. So we've been able to participate in several efforts in these small communities and, and that's why we have a rural economic development specialist and, and he's there to answer the phone when city staff calls or somebody from that community calls and says, I've got a company and I need a little bit of help and he can help connect them everything from our revolving loan fund to uh, possible grants to other programs that that our staff is aware of that can they can kind of play that facilitator all right Bob thank you for your call the, uh, oh go ahead a point to the question Jay has the county done anything to lure businesses from choked cities like Seattle and Portland and San Francisco to relocate into the county uh, is there a concerted effort to try to do that? Yes, there is quite a bit. And, and whether they're coming from Seattle and Portland may not necessarily be, be where they originate from, but we, we did manage to draw uh, Corning Glass out of New York to purchase the old uh, Hynix building, and they're looking at some pretty exciting things in the background that haven't really come out yet. but. Um, the possibilities there are, are pretty exciting, and I wouldn't. I would say that uh, New York is pretty crowded compared to Oregon. Now, if you can get ODOT to fix 126, we'll all be happy. Yep, and we've been working on that. So, thank you for your call, Bob. I hope I was able to answer your question. You did a great job. All right, thank you very much, Bob. We appreciate that. All right, so uh, we've been asking the. Uh, the polling question, and we're going to close the final poll results, and that is uh, about the type of industries uh, that you would like to see here uh, if we're able to expand the housing supply, and really some pretty interesting uh, results on this. I mean, we always hear a lot in the news, it seems like, about technology and software and developers coming to the local area, but of the 
types of industries that people would like to see, that's actually only showing at 11%. Um, the one that most people, 32%, would like to see uh, grow in this area is timber and wood products. There's a tie in second place with 22% for healthcare services uh, and 22% for manufacturing other than wood products. And then coming in at third would be food and beverage production and dead last at 11% technology and software. I'm a little bit surprised by that. It doesn't surprise me to see timber and wood products come in so high, but to see technology and software come in on the low end, what's your take on that, Jay? Uh, you know, it, it is pretty interesting. I think probably this probably reflect, reflects the West Lane District's personality in some ways that, you know, it, it has a long and steep history in the timber and wood products industry. And as we look at, you know, driving 126, as the last caller was talking about, Bob, you, you pass all those closed mills between Mapleton and Florence. And people want to see that those jobs back. People remember those days. They remember the high-paying family wage jobs. And as you look at the timber industry, one of the lowest-paying jobs out on a log landing, the guys that run up and down the hill with the chokers, that mm -hmm. starts at 18 to $20 an hour, starting wage. You can support a family on that kind of wage. And that's really, you know, that's the low end. And, and it's really an industry that pays well. Um, and I can understand that's where, and in health healthcare services, everybody understands the shortage of healthcare that, that we have. And, and so expanding those, particularly in rural areas, is really important. All right. Thanks, uh, Jay, for the answer on that. And um, let's, uh, let's go to Kevin. Kevin is in Santa Clara. Kevin, I want to thank you for joining us on this town hall with Commissioner Jay Bozovich. Uh, fire away. Kevin, let's let uh, Jay chime in on this. Thanks yeah. for your call, by the way. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jay. So let's start with property tax. And, and I, I agree with you. I've always felt that um, property taxes were somewhat insidious and it's a, as a wealth tax. It doesn't have any relationship to people's ability to pay. It's only about how much wealth you own. And uh, it is difficult for those folks that are, that are they're aging in place, they've paid off their house, and now their property tax bill is the single largest bill they get every year. Uh, unfortunately, we've set up a system in, in this state that there's automatic increases built into our property tax system in that you, your assessed value is allowed to grow 3% a year maximum. And most houses are actually as, as 
actually valued way above their assessed value. Uh, so that continues the growth of your property taxes in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of additional taxes that get thrown in there with levies from, from school districts, et cetera. I will say that Lane County did reduce our public safety property tax rate the last two years straight by about 31%, which is you know something that's pretty unusual for a, a taxing district to charge less than they're allowed to. There is a program for seniors to take advantage where they can defer their property taxes until sale of the property or, or their passing. Um, so there is a possibility if you're uh, really in need of property tax um, relief as a senior, there is a program you can apply for through uh, the county and the state to go through an exemption of your property taxes. So that kind of gets us to the homeless question. And yeah, LTD kind of um, got ahead of themselves a little bit. I was actually speaking to one of the LTT board members last night at the Beltline open house. And he even said they got ahead of the board, the staff did, because the board didn't know they were proposing that homeless camp there. So, so staff got a little bit ahead of themselves, and I, and I really think it was you know, a, a showing of, of citizen power that they managed to turn out and change that decision by LTD. But how we're, we work on the homeless problem has more to do with how we um, permanently deal with the issues that create home, that, that why people are homeless in the first place. And one of the ways of doing that is to get people into housing and then connect them with intensive case management that deals with their addiction issue, their mental health issue, some of their physical health issues, and works on getting them you know, stable and better and into other housing and possibly getting employment and all that. That's the real key just supplying you know, a place for them to stay overnight doesn't necessarily resolve the homeless issue. What we really need to do is treat the person. And that's part of what we call housing first. And it's a model that we're looking into at Lane County and we've actually adopted. We actually did a pilot program this last year and we determined that people were costing about $35,000 a year in emergency services and it was costing us only $14,000 a year to put that person into this pilot program. So that's a net $21,000 in savings a year to do that. So that's one of the things we're gonna do. As far as higher office goes, I really have no desire to be anything other than a county commissioner. I love this job. I really don't wanna be traveling back and forth to Salem. And I really appreciate people's support in me continuing to have this job. It's interesting you mentioned the travel. How much time do you actually spend on the road? Because, I mean, your your district is huge from the coast. I mean, all the way Santa Clara. I mean, yeah. I, I went through a couple months ago. I divided my, I bought my car right before I became a county commissioner. So I know the mileage is, is I average 1,400 miles a month driving, doing county commissioner work. Wow. Yeah. Let's take another call. Uh, we have Patricia who is calling in from Westlake. And Patricia, we want to thank you very much for joining us on this town hall with Commissioner Jay Bozovich. What's your question tonight? My question isn't so much as a concern. I heard you talk about Foglio trucking. Um, I've mostly heard about Junction City. If we have industry or high-tech moving into the Florence area, where are we going to get the people to fill those jobs? Our school system does not provide adequate training for these people, uh, for these children, young adults. Most of the industry, if you would call it that, in Florence, is very, very low paid. It is not a family wage job, and the rents are horrendous. Yeah, it goes I'm back sorry. to the first question that we had tonight almost. Yeah, so Patricia, you know, that, that's a concern of mine, and, and that's, you know, when I talked about one of the greatest barriers to economic development in the county was the lack of a skilled workforce, and one of the biggest barriers to having a skilled workforce is having affordable housing for them. But also just 
there is that training issue and, and having the people there that are, are ready to work. And one of the things Lane County does, in addition to our economic development department, is we support the Lane Workforce Partnership uh, through some of the funding we provide them. And they're there to do some of that training of folks that, that need that extra little bit to get to land a job. And they really, um, they actually will go and, and they've gone on under contract with various industries at times to train a specific workforce for an industry. Uh, at one point when we had hey, such- I'm talking specifically about the Florence area yeah. where so much is the hospitality industry. Yeah, and, and we can work through uh, LCC's Florence campus and the Lane Workforce Partnership if we get and recruit you know, a business that's, that's growing and expanding in the high tech field. Florence is a great place to locate a high tech company, by the way, because they have such great access to the fiber optic network that actually goes to Asia at that point. There's a, a landing of a, of a trans-Pacific uh, fiber optic cable right there in Florence. So believe it or not, Florence should be a very high tech hub. And uh, if, that, if we find that company and they're growing in Florence, one of the ways we could develop the workforce for them is in partnership with Lane Community College, Lane Workforce Partnership, set up some training programs post high school for some of the kids coming out of Syus Law, and we'll get them that workforce. Okay, my, my concern is that the kids coming out of Syus Law are not equipped to work anything but flipping burgers. Yeah, I, I would, you know, I've met some of the kids there. I went and did a career day. I would say that that's, that's a, a, a generalization that is probably not completely true. I, I agree there may be some kids coming out that are equipped that way, but I met some incredible young people there that have uh, some, some great, great drive and skills. So. I agree with that, but if they want to stay in the area, there is no job for those children who are motivated and for the ones who aren't motivated, they have a lifetime of flipping burgers. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll just have to keep working on that by developing new jobs down there in Florence with some uh, higher tech and some uh, more interesting entrepreneurs. That's where our RAIN effort comes in down there. So thank you for calling, Patricia. All right. Uh, you want to take one more call or do you want to wrap this up? What's our time look like, Jake? Fine. You want to take another? Would you like yeah. to take another? All right. Let's, so let's, let's do that. Let's um, pick a call here. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with. Oh, I guess we're going with. Hen it looks like Henry. Henry. Hey, Henry and Mapleton. Thanks for joining us on the town hall tonight. Um, so which, what, uh, what would you like to ask Jay? about uh, rural housing. I've called before, uh, and I'm a disabled Vietnam veteran. I bought property uh, south of Mapleton. The realtor sold me the property with a hardship house, and I'm going on seven years. I have paid uh, nearly, uh, excuse me, uh, I could be corrected, but $1,945 to Lane County Land Management. And I had talked about a sanitary inspection. They didn't tell me on which house or whatever. And I'm still waiting for an inspection. I've been dealing with Lane County Land Management for just about seven years, over seven years, with Hardship House, I have a caregiver and her boyfriend living in a Hardship House. They don't know where they can go, what they can do. Everything is up in the air, and I'm still waiting. I talked to you about a year ago about this, and nothing has happened. And um, quite frankly. Okay. I'm going to have to get a lawyer. And yeah. as far as jobs in Lane County, 
I am an educated person and I'm not very articulate dealing with no teeth waiting on Lane County dentists and the VA to take care of the things. I have money, I have resources, but I'm going to give you a quote from Russian economy. If the bosses pretend to pay us, we pretend to work. All right. In Oregon, as an educated, skilled worker, I have been subjugated to $8 an hour, and of course I had a choice to go someplace else, but I made a choice to come to Oregon. I'm trying to make things better by exposing the inequities and the carpet beggars, beggars and baggers who come to Oregon to take advantage of good people who are willing to work, poorly educated, and an education isn't a function of intelligence, it's a function of opportunity. And if the Lane County Commissioners and the other politicians of Oregon can't present opportunity, then it's time to get rid of them, and we will. All right, Jay. Um, let's answer Henry's question and comment here. Sure, sure. First, um, Henry, I, I, I'm, I'm not, it, your hardship dwelling issue um, isn't coming to memory with me, but I, of course I get lots of constituent calls and, and uh, if you'll send me your information, I will make sure that you get your inspection from land management. Um, there's, How about if I'm right there in your face? That'd be fine. Uh, I, 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 I take appointments, uh, call me on, you know, I gave my cell phone earlier, I'll give it to you again, 541-953-6555, and I'd be happy to meet with you. Because um, okay. that's, that's the, one the of the things I try thing and is, do. Uh, where we're talking about wages. I've worked minimum wage. A Hyundai came to take advantage of uh, the labor. Ill-skilled, Ill but... Uh, uh, if the bosses pretend to pay us, we pretend to work, and there's too many people who come to Oregon with great ideas to take advantage of the people, they are ill-prepared for management skills, and all they do is come and abuse, use and abuse, willing labor, conscientious labor, honest labor here in Oregon. And that's, I think, what everybody is up against. People are de deciding that they would rather die than be abused. All right, so that goes to jobs, Jay, and yeah. wages. Yeah, and that's one of the things we concentrate on, um, Henry, as, as a we try and draw companies here through our programs in Lane County. One of the things that we put into our contracts and one of the things we look for is we don't, nece we don't necessarily give those grants or provide enterprise zone benefits to a company that is not providing jobs that are, that are at or above the median wage uh, in Lane County. In fact, a lot of our contracts require them to be at one and a half the median wage. So we're, we're actually trying our efforts in economic development are about bringing in higher paying, high wage jobs. We're not trying to attract people that are paying minimum wage. That's not um, where we're, we're headed with our economic development program. We're really looking for those family wage jobs, not, not the minimum wage jobs. That's kind of hard to do, though, I would imagine. I mean, you know, uh, you're talking about areas, small areas like Mapleton, Cheshire, and so on. Um, you know, for folks that live in those outlying areas, you know, what's, the, what, what's their hope, I guess, well, at that know, point? Their hopes, they vary. Uh, we gave one grant to a company called Sweet Creek Foods, which is located out on Scheffler Road uh, somewhere I guess it's somewhere between Elmira and uh, Notai, somewhere you know, kind of it, kind of out there. You know, Golds, mm -hmm. uh, Goldson, you know, they're they're pretty much out there in the middle of nowhere, and it's a little company that was started by a couple and their son, uh, where they originally started canning uh, organic pickles. The son did, and it became so popular they grew it into this organic. 
canned foods company that does everything from salsa to a, a really, you know, some really interesting salsas to pickles to, to jams and all that, but it's all organic. And they're buying from local organic farms that are located out in the rural areas. But we gave them a grant to purchase some additional equipment to add capacity, and they hired six people out there in the middle of nowhere with that money to run their production lines. So that's you know just one of those things you do. Uh, people have to be looking at innovating in those areas, and, and you know, with adding, being able to work on that middle mile and adding higher broadband services out there as we can extend those that makes those in-home sort of businesses much more viable. When you can connect with high-speed services, people can be running, you know, businesses that are dealing with, uh, you know, other parts of the world from somewhere out in the middle of Cheshire or Mapleton. Uh, my wife is a great example running her business from our home, and we have subscribers to the magazine she runs all over the world, from Buenos Aires to China. And, and, and she doesn't actually print the magazine at our home, but all the files are developed and then transferred by internet and high-speed data to the printer and then mailed out. So that's kind of what, where people have to look for what's new and different and upcoming. And the, the food industry and, and organic farming is a big place that it's growing. And the, the world of the internet and high-speed data services is opening up a whole different sort of employment. Before we wrap this up, I want to get some closing comments from you, but do you have any town halls or anything where you're going to be out uh, wandering around where people can get some FaceTime with you coming up? Yeah, in fact, I will be at Terry's Diner in uh, the Riviera Shopping Center right there just south of Beltline on River Road, uh, very close to Santa Clara, which is my district, at, at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon to about 3.30. Um, stop by and, um, you know, have a have a cup of coffee and a piece of pie or something like that and we'll have a conversation face to face and uh, that that's uh, tomorrow at two o'clock Terry's Diner and uh, you know it's starting budget season so we've got a public hearing coming up Tuesday night on the budget at seven o'clock at Harris Hall if anyone wants to come in and talk to us about our budget and uh, I'll be at the uh, Fern Ridge uh, showcase, business showcase on Saturday uh, from 2 to 5 out at Deepwoods uh, Events Center on Territorial. And uh, there is a uh, candidate forum for the Westland Commissioners at the Santa Clara Community Organization next Thursday night at 7 p.m. That's at Messiah Lutheran Church on River Road out in Santa Clara. So there's several opportunities to, to hear me speak or and also even hear my, my opponents speak, uh, meet me in person. And, uh, and if you're out in the Fern Ridge area, the, the business showcase is a great opportunity to find out what's going on employment-wise right there in your community and, and around the Benita and Elmira and Fern Ridge areas. For folks in the outlying areas like Florence, Mapleton, I mean, you know, uh, those areas, what's a good way that... It, do you have postings uh, like on Facebook or listings where folks can kind of watch your itinerary for more of the upcoming town halls? Yeah, if they go to my Facebook page, which is uh, Jay Bozovich, West Lane County Commissioner, I have an events, you know, you can click on events there and I'll be posting upcoming events. I'm getting ready to schedule one down in the Florence area, probably the week of uh, May, right around May 2nd, May 3rd. Haven't confirmed it yet, so I'll be posting that event and uh, I'll be you know, I post links to other community events too. Like I posted a, a the Beltline open house on my page, that was last night. Uh, so you can keep an eye there for not only events that I'm holding, but a community events that I think people should know about. So that's a great place. My Jay Bozovich, Westland County Commissioner, and of course you can always go to the county website if you're looking for specifically county uh, uh, type events, which is really easy. LaneCounty.org. All right. So we want to thank everybody that uh, participated in tonight's town hall. And Jay, we'll let you wrap it up with some closing comments. Well, first, I want to thank everyone for participating. And, um, you know, I really want to thank Bill for hosting. Uh, My pleasure. Doing a great job tonight. And, uh, you know, there's an election coming up on May 15th. And I hope you heard some something tonight that 
kind of made you want to support me and I hope I can earn your vote. And just don't forget to vote because it's an important election. There's a lot on the ballot if you're uh, all local elections. There's uh, some uh, questions in the Eugene area to answer about auditors. And uh, you know, there's a couple of races uh, on up the food chain you know, that they, Henry, whoever it was, asked me about. Kevin asked me about running for higher office. Uh -huh. Some of those higher offices are on the ballot too. So May 15th ballot, and I hope I can earn your vote. And I just want to thank everyone for participating tonight, and I appreciate you hanging on and hanging in there. And I hope I was able to answer some questions and let you learn a little bit about what Lane County does on economic development. Okay, and a few closing comments for me, and that is uh, you are encouraged at any time to contact Jay through a number of sources. Uh, he mentioned Facebook. That, again, is Jay Bozovich. West Lane County Commissioner. You can also call Jay directly. He gives his cell phone number out. That is 541-953-6555. And I'll give that one more time. 541-953-6555. Also, Jay does a weekly internet radio show on KRBN Internet Radio called The Bose Nose Show. That is live every Wednesday at 4. He takes live phone calls, uh, all comers on that particular show, regardless of your question. And if you want to listen to some of the past episodes, they are available to listen to at any time on the KRBN page. That's KRBN Internet Radio. So that is going to wrap it up tonight. We want to thank everybody for participating, uh, for joining us on some of the poll questions, and uh, thank you again. So hopefully everyone will have a great evening, and thanks for joining us on this telephone town hall with West Lane Commissioner Jay Bozovich. Have a good evening, everybody, and thanks for taking the time to listen. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.